Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Meetings Today podcast. This is Tyler Davidson. I am the Vice President and Chief Content Director of Meetings Today. And joining us is Christoph Trapp, our Chief Content Engagement Director and uh, frequent flyer um, of all time. This guy is all over the place. And the reason we're having him here today is because of the events in Frankfurt at their airport there today. There was an evacuation order. Um, and really is such a huge hub, uh, really worldwide um, as far as airports go. Um, so you can imagine the, uh, the sort of chaos going, uh, going down there with trying to evacuate the entire airport because of the security issue. Uh, maybe Christoph can fill us in a little more on the news and then uh, provide some tips for us. Christoph? Yeah, Tyler, thanks for having me. Of course, I've been following that news all day long. People are tweeting pictures, standing in line and, and waiting and, and really just waiting. And it was interesting as, um, you know, I always try to get out of the uh, lines of people. And of course, I said that on Twitter and somebody says, actually, Christoph, we can't leave. The police is holding us inside of police line. So people can't actually leave. Of course, we don't know how um, you know, how quickly that police line was established or if everybody was caught in that. I saw Lufthansa was tweeting that employees had left the airport. So now really? there was a delay from, from the airline because all the employees were evacuated as well or had to leave the terminal. As far as I can tell, what happened is there was a French family that um, either somebody wasn't screened or a test came back positive or a false positive or something of that kind. Uh, but they were sent on their way. And then when they realized whatever the mistake was that was made, now they had to go chase down this family and they re-interviewed them or re-talked to them and everything was fine. But of course, everybody was asked to leave the secure area. And you might imagine that's um, quite a big problem, just considering how long it takes to get through security. Now you have to get back out and back and in. And that's going to that's ripple through the whole network in Europe too, I'm sure and cause uh, delays in every major destination. Well, and maybe not just Europe, right? But even yeah. people traveling to other continents. I mean, that's 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 a big problem. But one of the things that I always find interesting, you know, as we're all traveling to conferences and we're working with event planners, what do you do? Like, you know, what do you do when, when you can't make it to your conference? So now some people might argue if you're an event attendee, uh, well, if you miss a couple of sessions, big deal. Well, it is a big deal, right? Because we're spending, they're spending money to come to the conference and now they're missing something at the conference. Um, and then, of course, the other um, angle as well is for speakers. So as I'm going out and I'm speaking at conferences, for example, sometimes um, uh, organizers ask me, oh, you could fly in the morning off and you can make it over mm -hmm. and speak at this time. And I actually, I've done that a number of times. One time I flew into New Orleans, Tyler, and I got there at noon, and I'm speaking at 1.30, right? So there's no room for any delay, leave alone a delay like this, to, to make it there. Um, so, so there are effects like that on, on conferences for sure. Yeah, and I think that's a great advice to make sure you fly your speakers <laughs> in uh, the night before. I know we do that with our meetings today, live programs. Um, and, uh, you know, and especially if you're dealing with a conference and you have a, a variety of educators and speakers, um, you know, and there's a major disruption like this, you really want to get them in there the day before. You know, and I, I might I actually wonder what would happen if a speaker doesn't make it and somebody, let's say it's a workshop and they paid extra. 
or you know you have yeah. standing room only i mean i know those conferences where you have to register now for conferences uh, for the sessions ahead of time and some of them are uh, i don't want to say sold out but they're standing room only right so what about those attendees what happens and especially for someone who's a big keynoter i mean say you have someone on the status of uh, you know like an ex president or a uh, a huge celebrity coming to do your keynote. Um, a lot of people are attracted to the conference because of that. And just imagine their disappointment if, uh, if they're not coming And th And those people, uh, you know, also are probably some of the most busy people there are. So it might be hard to rope them in to coming in early, but I guess that's really something you should make sure you have in your contract with the speaker or the speakers bureau. Yeah. You know, I, I typically don't mind at all coming in early um, especially like the day before, if, especially if it's somewhere nice and warm and it's in December here in Cedar Rapids, minus who knows how many degrees. Um, so I usually don't mind that. And plus, you can't work anywhere nowadays, right? Bring your laptop. You can work at the pool or something if it's somewhere warmer. Um, but what's interesting, you know, so the the one person I was talking with on Twitter, she she threw a wrench in my uh, my game plan a little bit. Of course, I didn't actually have to do it because I'm not in Frankfurt, but I, I don't know if you remember this, but I was in Chicago a couple years ago when the the tower was on fire. I don't. Do you remember that uh, that story? They had a fire at the yeah. tower, which is not on the airport property. It's like in a different city. Um, and I was coming back. I was coming back from a conference, and all of a sudden, the whole airport was shut down because of this fire. And you know, so I have a little bit of experience with it, but again, my you know, I was coming home, so it didn't make a huge difference whether I was a little bit later or not. Um, but but typically, my game plan, what I would recommend people doing is looking for alternatives immediately. Don't wait for the airline. Don't wait for anybody. Look for alternatives. So what I usually do is, of course, in this in this case, there's no other flights. But let's say this was. Um, San Francisco area, right? And one airport is shut down. There's two other airports nearby. Can you catch a flight out of one of the other ones? And then you call the airline and say, could you book me on this right away? And if you can make it over with an Uber, which by the way, Uber, I don't think exists in Frankfurt. Last I knew only Munich and Berlin had Ubers. Um, so that's- Uber sounds like a, it sounds like a German word. It should <laughs> exist in Germany. <laughs> well- Funny story in Berlin when you call an Uber, most of them are taxis. So okay, makes sense of that. But do you see what I'm saying? So look for solutions. Yeah. It's it's a big uh, jigsaw puzzle, right? Um, the one and you're you're gonna have you're gonna have competition too, right? So do you do you jump on the uh, internet? Um, do you should you have these numbers in your phone already? What you know? How can you uh, just really? turn on a dime and do that in such a, a direct, a, a stressful situation. I hop on my phone right away. And then also I have a lot of the apps on my phone, right? So for example, um, if I need a car, you know, so I have all those apps in my phone, I'm looking for a car uh, on Hertz or, or, you know, enterprise in, in Europe, for example. And I'm just looking who has a car, who has the best deal. And then if like, if you're in the U.S., Look also look for Ubers. I'll give you an example. I was pricing something the other day, uh, driving an Uber from Cedar Rapids to Chicago O'Hare. Which, if you were to ask anybody in Cedar Rapids if they would ever do that, they would think I'm crazy to even mention that as an idea. Mm -hmm. But it's you know it's like three hundred dollars or something like that, including tip. So guess what? If you have a big speaking contract on the table 
and you're not going to make it, $300 yeah. is, is not going to make that big of a difference, right? Right. And then I, I would suppose, um, you know, if you're traveling, you're an attendee, um, you might have a corporate travel agency. So a lot of times I know I've uh, thankfully haven't had to access ours uh, too often, but there's, you know, an 800 number. And I have been at the airport at midnight or one in the morning and, uh, you know, something bad happened and the flight wasn't going and they just uh, they they made it happen. Um, so that's one thing. And I'm guessing, uh, you know, the meeting planner ought to be on it, too. Yep. So, um, you know, through 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 the meeting itself, um, Google Flights is always a good one, too. You can see what's still available for other nearby airports. I'll give you an example. I was this is actually Tyler. I was out seeing um, you and uh, some other team members in San Francisco, and I was delayed flying out of there because of winds. So I think what they did is, I, 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 you know, I, one one uh, runway, I think, phases one way and the other one phases the other way or something like that, right? And and so they were going to take off one way, the wind turned, so now everybody had to reposition to a different runway and um, or the other side of it. I don't know exactly, but anyway, it took forever. So I missed my connection in Dallas, last flight out back to Cedar Rapids, and um, so I missed it. And I had a big meeting the next morning, so I had to present to, a group, you know, maybe 150 people or something like that. And American rebooked me on the first flight out of Dallas. So I went on Google Flights and I said, I looked, how can I get to Cedar Rapids from Dallas, which is about a 12-hour drive if you wanted to do that, which I don't. Um, and I looked, what are my options? How, what can, I, how can I get there? in time for this meeting at 10 a.m. And there was an option available to fly from Dallas to Chicago, spend six hours in Chicago. And when I say spend six hours in Chicago, there is a hotel in the airport that you can book um, and then take the first flight at 7 a.m., get to Cedar Rapids at 8, go take a shower, go give your presentation, go to bed. So it, you know, but I, but, but American, as helpful as they were, they didn't do that by default, right? I had to look and then once I brought it up, they did it. They were like, oh, are you sure? Yep, please. Done. <laughs> I think anything beats standing in that big line in the terminal probably, right? I think we've all seen that horrific line that uh, with about 100 pe angry people uh, at the customer you know, service. So what I would recommend is, yes, if you can avoid the line. Now, the bottom line is in a scenario like that, what I would probably do, even if you're allowed to leave, Stand in the line early on and then do all those other things yeah. on the phone while you're waiting, right? Because if for some reason you can't get through, at least you're still waiting in line right. and you have, you, you're keeping your options open. Unless, remember, in Europe, they have a really good train system, right? East Coast and the U.S. too. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is a train that can get you wherever you're going or get you somewhere else that you can fly out of. So uh, what's the bottom line then, Christoph, as a, uh, our resident frequent uh, flyer uh, and tr frequent traveler? Um, what, what's your sort of key So for event planners, have your speakers fly in the day before at least to, to have a little bit of cushion if, in case something happens. Um, for event, you know, even for speakers flying to a conference or event attendees, um, yes, you, you have to listen to what the authorities are saying, certainly, uh, but also take your fate into your own hands. Use, I mean, there's so many apps out there. And I know you have to kind of learn how to use them. 
um, but use Google Flights. See if there's other flights from nearby. Uh, see if you can get a rental car. See if you can get an Uber. See if you can take a train, um, whatever it might be. So look, take it into your own hands and, and, and run the options. And the options are sometimes endless, right? So um, just keep that top of mind. And then the, the final thing is you relax, take a deep breath, because when people are all upset about it, it doesn't get them anywhere, right? Yeah. So try to be as calm as you can be. And I think dealing with uh, with the people from the, the airlines, you don't want to be rude and uh, with them. I mean, I think a little bit of uh, a little bit of niceness probably goes a long way when you're in a stressful situation. That's, like that's right. So this is actually a tactic that a lot of frequent flyers call uh, hookah, hang up call again. I wouldn't recommend this in necessarily a case like this, but what happens is if you call somebody instead of being rude, if they can't help you and you know they should be able to help you, just hang up and call again. Now, when everybody is calling the airlines, I probably wouldn't recommend that as much as I would, you know, you might do yeah. that in a routine. <laughs> you want your place right. in line, right? So, yeah. but you know, take it in your own hands, see what you can do. And then, you know, think about your goals. I mean, if you're going on, on a, uh, there was somebody I was talking to and she says, you know, I'm stuck. I'm on a family, on a, I'm on a vacation. Um, maybe it doesn't make any difference if you get there half a day later, you know, or you can ask for compensation. But yeah. if you have a big conference on mm -hmm. the hook or, you know, you're speaking or even if you're attending, um, your company invested in you going. And um, so you, you certainly don't want to not use that investment. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Christoph. Um, and uh, make sure of all of you out there in uh, listener land uh, to check out our uh, other podcast on uh, meetingstoday.com. We got one we just taped and are ready to broadcast on uh, duty of care and disaster management and got some others uh, brewing up for you. So uh, check out meetingstoday.com for our podcast. And also, we got a great book coming out, meetingstoday.com forward slash book on disaster management and duty of care by Brenda Rivers, who is the uh, presenter of our first uh, podcast coming up here. So thank you for joining us.